When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm just glad that in, what was that, 2019 or 20? I'm just glad that in 2020, right before the pandemic hit, we got to see the queen of media, the queen of all media, Wendy Williams in person. Yes, Matter- we did. That was the episode where she was dissing Ivy Park while wearing Ivy Park. Right after the Super Bowl. Right. It was the episode the day after that Super Bowl. <laughs> Right. Yes. And I was like, Khalil, do not laugh. We're sitting in the front, in the front row. row. <laughs> oh. And she was like, Am I right? They should just go back to their country. Am I right? And her and was the, like, Khalil? And the audience, no, nah, the whole audience, we was like, the whole audience was like, uh, <laughs> It wasn't like a, yeah. Was yeah, like, nah. Everybody was just like, in my head, I was like, Ain't that, didn't Beyonce just send you a dress? I think <laughs> experience. <laughs> She was wearing a dress and a sneakers. That's that's the part yeah. that's killing me. Yeah, yeah. But she was like, thanks, B. Thanks for the dress. Right, right. <laughs> I think experiencing Wendy Williams' show um, in person was great, wonderful. I'm glad I got to do that. We were I'm the episode waiting. right before the next episode, the next day, COVID was like in it because it was already in yeah, the area. But I the remember. next day, she was like, Oh, I'm not coming to shake you guys' hands no more. We yeah. were the last a- a- audience where she came and shook their hands after the show. I'm still waiting for Wendy to make an announcement and let it be known that, right. you know, I did I, hear about the rumors. And, I don't believe it until she says it. You know, my last show is on X amount of day or whatever it is. Um, and then I am hearing that it is Sherry Shepard who's going to be taking over. Um, and I feel I like if, it, if that's morning, the case, it has holiday. to be like name something else. Like it has to be Sherry. Yeah, just Sherry. And... Oh no, they're not gonna keep calling it Wendy. They're just gonna do a name change. I was watching it this morning, and honestly, um, it's not. Ba- it wasn't bad at all. The thing is, <laughs> Wendy is legendary for saying she never likes anybody to come and <laughs> take her, like uh, take her seat. Like you know right. how like. Actors have understudy. She's legendary for never letting anybody do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is why. Because uh, I remember watching Sherry Shepard on The View and honestly being like, oh, we haven't trying to have a like, deep political conversation right now. And it's just not quite working. But this is her lane. Mm-hmm. Works really well for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and... You know, I'm not gonna believe it until Wendy says that is that is for sure. Uh, right. Because last week she was on the beach talking about how she's coming back to New York, and she allegedly. They, I've heard that she won't be back for this season, but she'll be back for the start of the next season. And if it really is her Graves disease, like if she was really is, and we're gonna talk about this. It's in my music news too, but you know, people they really got to be careful about just throwing around this mental health on people and all like that. And then making that, like, it's okay if people have mental health. We all do. But, like, just making that the cause of all of their problems just because they may have publicly disclosed something, you know, to you. Like, that doesn't make right. mean that that's the source of everything. So, 
I mean, that's also media. Like, this is something that you also sign up for when mm-hmm. you put any type of business out to True. the public. To the public, you yeah. know, and it doesn't even have to only be on the internet. <laughs> if the public knows about something, then mm-hmm. yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna throw it. We're gonna throw it at you in any little thing. That's why I'm just I'm waiting for her to announce that. You know, this is my final X, Y, and Z, or whatever it is, and I would hope I would hope that we're doing um, a farewell episode when that time comes. Mm -hmm. Um, Wendy Williams took the radio by storm; she took television by storm, Um, and I just wish nothing but the best for her. I don't even like you talking about her like this. Like I don't even like you talking about it like this. Like it's over. She didn't say she's going nowhere yet. Okay. I just hope she lets me come on back and sing some more Luther to her face. Let's cut this off. <laughs> now let's start the show. <laughs> that nigga will never leave that town. Never, ever. The moment it was happening, I was like, Khalil is never going to let us forget this moment. No. The no. moment she passed me the mic and, and the mic was on, I was like, oh. Wait, excuse me. Never going to let us live this down. Excuse me. Would you? <laughs> Would you? Let anybody lift that down the moment that somebody handed you a mic to sing to Wendy Williams? The moment the mic was on, I was like, if she passes him this mic and it's off, <laughs> precious spirits. But if she passes it to him and it's on, she didn't pass it. Out he can sing. Oh, it's over. Oh, okay. the, the moment they lowered the volume. And you heard, I was like, all right. <laughs> I was never going to let us live this down. I was dancing. In my head, I was like, there you go. <laughs> never, ever. At the moment. She said, she didn't pass me the mic. Marco passed me the mic. Marco with never the beard. Did. The moment that the mic got passed your way, I was like, Khalil's going to get the mic. And if the shit is not on, it's going to crush his spirits. Because he can sing that... again. They won't hear it. But then if they hear that he can sing, he's going to go all out. Remember that should well yes amen but that shouldn't have been the moment the moment was the moment was when I sung cool amen but she was across the room and came across the room and got face to hey you was there you saw it you saw it happen you saw it this is what I mean by never letting it down I would never let you live. Literally, literally. Let you, you fuck around and meet currency, <laughs> fucking bug out. You I'm never... glad you wasn't there when I met Big Sean. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ever. Oh. Ever. Let's start the show. I've been, I've been working all night. Now I need to hear you call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Welcome back to another episode of the On The Way Podcast, where we give it to you straight. In this space, we won't say anything behind your back that we won't say to your face. We keep you up to date with the latest music, news, and everything related while you are on the way. I'm Khalil. And I'm Sylvie. And this is the On The Way Podcast. You can listen to this podcast on your way to seeing Viola Davis play Michelle Obama on Showtime. You can listen to this podcast on your way to subscribing to Peacock because Bel Air is actually pretty good. I've heard it's good. Mm. 
I'm on a friend's Peacock subscription. I'm going to give it a try. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'll be there to tell you I told you so. You don't have to. I, I've heard it's good. I, we both said last week we was not. No, no, I said it. It was just me. I was not yeah. ready for the non-comedic mm-hmm. Fresh Prince. I'm still mm-hmm. not. But y'all not going to get this far ahead of me and me not know what's going on. So I'm a <laughs> Did you not know what's going on? I mean, you saw the whole series. I heard Carlton's doing cocaine now. I heard, I see Uncle <laughs> Phil. I see Uncle Phil is an alpha. I, oh, I, God. I already yeah. told you I heard the first episode is all in Philadelphia and they don't like it. So I'm going to watch. That's not all in Philadelphia, but I get what you're saying. Just, just, just report back when you're done. Okay. And you realize you actually like it. I don't think I won't. I just, okay. I just have to prepare my mind to get in, like entrenched into Child. a dramatic series. It's nah, if it's not if that it's deep. no, it's like it's like you said. It's like you said. I like I like stuff that I know is going to make me laugh. So if I go into it knowing that, like, okay, I need some serious moments. It's like I just gotta prepare my mind. But okay. 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 <laughs> just like, I already see it's an emotionally charged moment between Will and Carlton. <laughs> I like that. I see it. What are you doing, Carlton? Get away from me. You don't understand me. Oh, nah. <laughs> Carlton talking about something. Will, Mm-mm. you're a nobody in my land. <laughs> just watch it and then we can discuss afterwards. Because the theories right now, child, are just like <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. off. Right. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch. Mm-hmm. But either way, anyway, this is the On the Way podcast. Black Queen. Yes. Sylvie the Jones. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Um, it's a great, beautiful week. Um, over the severe weather changes that we go through every other day. Um, but like, I guess we're springing forward. What I don't the know. heck? Yeah, it's all confusing, and I just don't want to try to figure it out. Spring showing a leg a little bit, right? Or oh, whatever's going on. I just don't want to try to figure it out. Um, but at the same time, moving with time and um, keeping myself sane and together, we are finishing off the second month of the year already. Mm-hmm. And wow, time is flying. Time it sure is flying. How are you, Clue? I'm doing well. Doing really well. A week later, I'm still listening to Mary J. Blige's uh, Good Morning Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I found my song. That's how I know an album is good. I think I found one that's going to be on the top 10 of the year early. Like I think that's how I know an album is good when we've reviewed it. And then like even a week later, it's still on my mind. Like I'm not thinking mm-hmm. about it, but I'm just chilling. And then like the melodies or the words will just pop up in my head. I'll be like, damn, let me listen to that. You know, it's been on heavy rotation. So yeah. Um, also still reading Harry Potter. I'm almost done with book six, but um, I'm reading also the 1619 project, the audio book for, I wanted to do that for black history month. I do find myself reading more of Harry Potter and not half as much of the 1619 project. Matter of fact, I've only listened once. You see where your blackness lies. However, you may say that I am a a traitor, or you might say you might say that I am uh, Mm. not honoring the ancestors by not Mm. reading about 1619. 
I'm saying I'm honoring ancestors because a nigga is reading in the first place. Oh okay. <laughs> All oh right. You have it your way, and I'll have it mine. When mm. Guardium Leviosa. That's nigga. why you are never seeing heaven. <laughs> Stop saying that about me. You gonna stop saying that about me. You gonna get to them gates and they're gonna be like, "Oh, weren't you casting spells?" (laughs) Oh my lord! I was never casting spells. The hell, niggas just a look. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, once again, another thank you, another Mm -hmm. thank you to the acting company. Um, and the awesome cast of Twelfth Night. I really learned so much from you guys. I really think you all are brilliant yes. artists. I've told you this before, and uh, just thank you. I wish you all so much, well, uh, so well on your journeys. And um, yeah, thank you, the acting company. Also, thank you so much to shout out LA for giving me a profile in their magazine. Um, oh, I got to talk. Right. Yeah, I got to talk about so many things. The article dropped today. I got to talk about Twelfth Night. I got to talk about just my origins as an artist from. Young to Howard to, you know, got to honor some of my professors and teachers and people in my village, family and friends. Got to talk about new music, got to talk about On The Way and all the things that um, some of the things that we have coming up. And so I hope everybody, all the new listeners that we may have listening. Hey, how you doing? Get settled in. Welcome. Um, And that's that. You ready? Yep. Let's get into it. Let's get into the weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. The weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. It's the weekly playlist, baby. To keep up with our weekly playlist, follow us on Instagram at On The Way Weekly, where we release it every week. This week we've got Digital Roses Don't Die by Big Crit. Vino Valentino by Vic Mensa. The Slow Rush B-Sides and Remixes by Tame Impala, and Continuance by Currency and the Alchemist. This week for my first album, I had Digital Roses Don't Die by Big Crit. We used to go by Critical. However, he changed his name once he got signed to Def Jam around 2011. Um, he's from Meridian, Mississippi, and this is his fifth album. Some of the producers on this project were Ashanti Floyd, the mad violinist, Daryl DJ Camper, who we're familiar with, Big Crit himself, and also Jared Alexander Jackson. The only feature he had on here was by Roland. Um, I think that so he used to produce for a lot of people in Mississippi. And then, but he was saying that he had said, I listened to an interview he had this week on um, the 85 South Show podcast, which I think is a hilarious show. Um, but they said that there wasn't an outlet to pursue entertainment where he was at. So that's why he moved. I think he moved to Atlanta. So he signed to Def Jam. And then his first album came out in 2012. And it was called Live from the Underground. Um, and I think he's an awesome combination of soul, hip-hop, and also country. I was listening to his... Adele's not country, but he said that he really wanted to work with Adele. That's one of the artists that he was really looking forward to working with. Okay. Um he really has different kind of. He has a. He's a. He really. He reminded me of Outkast at certain places in the album for sure. Um, definitely gave me Andre Three Thousand vibes, and if you can imagine that, I hope you. I think you can see how it can also lend itself to country vibes sometimes too. Okay. Um, definitely liking the song "So Cool." I think that 
I had a lot of favorite songs on here. I love So Cool, South Side of the Moon, Show You Right, Road Clean, Come Out to Play, So Cool. Oh, yeah, uh, Come Out to Play. Uh, boring. <laughs> boring was funny because he was like, you love me because I'm boring. I know I don't like to go out. I don't like to go nowhere. I just like to sit in the house all day. I believe and, the one, that's the one he has visuals for. Oh, yeah. But he was like, but that rent get paid and all them steady things is working. And you love me because I'm boring. It's like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Got to go out to dinner at least once. But yeah, I feel, I feel that though. <laughs> I feel that. Um, and then I think my favorite though was Would It Matter? It was so soulful and so Southern. It was so soulful and so southern at the same time. If I'm on it nine to five, I keep working, I keep working, and I never could afford you a burden. Tell me, would it matter to you? Would it really matter to you? If the car drive dusty on the service, and the women didn't come with a girl, tell me, would it matter to you? For my first project this week, I had Vino Valentino EP by Vic Mensa. He's a rapper, singer, and actor, because I saw him on the show The Shy last season, mm-hmm. um, from mm-hmm. Chicago, who signed to Rock Nation. We reviewed his first studio album, The Autobiography, back in 2017. Since then, he's released three EPs, making Vino Valentino his fourth. This project only has four tracks, but I did enjoy them, to say the least. He releases on Valent- released this on Valentine's Day, and I kind of felt that through each track. It was lovey-dovey a little bit, but not too much. Um, I enjoyed Duce Tears featuring Dixon and Malik Youssef, uh, as well as Can I Call You Baby featuring Peter Cottontail. <laughs> also had another artist named do or die featured on here and there was only one track of him on his own uh, but all in all i like it i feel like with vic mensa um his style does change throughout each project like slightly like i get hip-hop i get rock i get you know there's hints of r&b and I think that just proves that he's a versatile artist. This week for my second album, I had the Slow Rush B-Sides and Remixes by Tame Impala. Uh, they're from Perth, Western Australia, Australia. The album, this is his, This I would say this is their, I, would, I don't know if I say them or him, but I'll tell you in a minute. This is their fourth, I think, fourth and a half album. Uh, because it's a rework of the original album, Slow Rush, but it's just an EP. The producers on this project was just Kevin Parker. Kevin Parker is the sole producer of Tame Impala's music. However, when they tour, they're a full band. The features on the project were Lil Yachty, 
and Blood Orange. So this project is mainly compiled of remixes and reappearances of songs from their 2020 project, The Slow Rush. I can always appreciate more attention to detail and reworking of records for sure. I would definitely love to see a Tame Impala and Anderson Pack concert together. Mm. They really favor each other. Um, I think I feel like I, I feel like they have to have collaborated, and I just don't know about it. They're the perfect combination of funk, pop, and soul. Because Kevin produces the music, he describes the sound as like psychedelic, experimental. And now that you say that, I definitely get it. Um, there's no way that you can listen to Tame Impala and not get up and dance at some point. Like if you, if somebody's just laying down, listening to a whole Tame Impala album, get away from that person. They, oh my God. something's off. Because I just found myself listening. And the spirit of dance just took over me, I swear it did. I was trying to do one thing. I was trying to focus. I was trying to type. I got up for a moment just to stretch. Next thing I know, oh, oh, shoot. Okay. Oh, oh. I just imagine what what it's like. They have a little soul in them. Yes. a, A lot of it. A lot of it. It's like they use like pop elements, but the chords are very... They have like minor chords in a lot of their songs, which means that it lends for a lot of soul, a lot of soul sounding. And they'll take like one of their songs, I think it's Patience. I, some of my favorite songs on here were The Boat I Row, No Choice, uh, Breathe Deeper with Lil Yachty. That was great. That was a really good one. I thought that was my favorite one. But then I heard Patience featuring Maurice Fulton, and I'm not sure which one is my favorite one now. Blood Orange remix, and he came. Blood Orange will rework a song, boy. Don't, don't give him a chance. And those chords were beautiful as well. Um, but they had like one song where they were using like a pop bass, like a like a boom, 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 like some like something like that. But then the guitar, the guitar chords that they had over it were so soulful. Um, infinite. The, the possibilities are are infinite for Tame Impala. Love listening to them. This week I had Continuance by Currency and The Alchemist. Now, this isn't the first time we had a collab from the two. Back in 2011, they gave us Covert Coop, one of my favorite mixtapes. And in 2018, Currency and Freddie Gibbs collab on Fetty, also produced by The Alchemist. The production on this album is very wavy. Like, The Alchemist always brings us A-game. Definitely brought it with each and every track. I have so many favorites. Um, the moment I heard Half Moon Mornings, I was like, okay. We're going to go for a ride. It's going to be pretty smooth. We're going to get some samples. I actually have to still go back and see what was sampled on certain tracks. I can hear like an older track sampled, but I can't 
exactly pinpoint it. Mm-hmm. Um, they need to like invent that, like invent some kind of like indicator that like tells you what was sampled in each record. Like, oh, I would yeah. love to have that. I would use that for everything. Yeah. Speaking of new inventions, we're gonna talk about that too. Keep going. Um, I love Reese's Cup. No yeast featuring Bobby James is also great. Twenty I was keeping it G. Now who you know most streeter than me? But no yeast, so street. A nigga, everything he seen. That Gucci North face intersecting like a figure. Eight homies in competition, bro. I ain't know that this was a race. I thought that we was in it for the cake. That's that gold trimming on these plates. These ain't microwaves. Safe, baby. Conventional oven still cook up the old way. Pen and pad. My logo in the barcode is on my weed bag. Packaging affect the prices. Plus, they calling in the things outside that bullshit. Hyping, I'm an OG, bro. I smoke that chronic. I pull up something iconic. Bone fine and sipping wine in that valley. When I found it, hell bent on driving it. Heaven sent me to buy it. I keep money piling up and feeding all of my desires. She drowning in the fountain of flyness. I am the real. We tried to hide that bitch. Um. Whale Watching featuring Styles P, The Tonight Show, Louis Bad featuring Babyface Ray, um, and even like Jodeci Tape. I love how <laughs> Currency raps about how he's so he's current, but he's not onto like any of those like hot fat, fast fads or whatever. Like even when it comes to just him smoking smoking weed he keeps it really basic like he always does mm-hmm. like he doesn't dip and dabble in like those the real real new shit everything is zaza and he doesn't really care for that mm-hmm. um and yeah i feel like yeah. it's always a great co- like collaboration with the two yeah. this isn't like this isn't anything new but also this is still timeless music so Word. i enjoyed this very much this week for our honorable mentions, we had the singles Are You That by Shinsia and 21 Savage. Amen by Earth Gang and Music Soul Child. <laughs> Who was running for us, running on that verses, and I loved it. Ran that, he ran them notes for Tomorrow's Another Day by the Queen's Cast and Brandy. Love's Train by Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack and Silk as Silk Sonic and My Peace by PJ Morton, JoJo, and Mr. Talkbox. Gotta be careful who I left with that door. I'm changing things around this time. I'm doing things that give peace of mind. So if you're not adding to I'm gonna have to tell you goodbye Um, Cause I'm done Mm. You be trying to take away my peace I'm done Now it's time for music news. What happened this week, Khalil? So this week and more Kanye news. Um, he released, he announced the release and the debut of his stem player. 
end of Donda 2, which will be exclusively released on the STEM player. And there was a whole hoopla about how, uh, about whether or not it was worth it, about whether or not we should buy it, um, and whether or not he was mentally stable for wanting us to pay $200 for his new album. And I think what the confusion had, well, I think where the confusion lied is that uh, I think people think that they're only getting, they heard that he was selling his album for $200. And that does sound crazy. However, I think if people just dig a little bit deeper into actually what a STEM player is, um, I think that then they would understand the product that they're paying for. I, I think for people who aren't familiar with, you know, what stems are, stems are like when you're making a song, stems are tracks. So like you have your track for the trumpet, you have your track for the keys, you have your track for the bass, you have your track for the the kick, the snare. And so he's selling a device where you can listen to any song you want as you like. You can manipulate the song where you can take out the bass here and just have up the the, the vocals and the piano. Or you right. can or you can have up the bass and the strings. And like the alto, soprano, and, and and just that part in the keys, that alone I think is gonna. <laughs> I think that the, it has the potential to revolutionize music production once again, but I think that I think it's also really unfortunate that if somebody has um, goes through a mental episode publicly, that once again, like I said, we're so quick to attribute anything that they may do to uh to it being because of that you know because I it's think, easy for people to use information like that against you you know when it's it, when it's made make made known to the public that you know this person might have or whatever the case is people use that to that i think also the stem player idea which is a wonderful idea um, we talk about artists, us as listeners, we talk about artists not giving us music or give us music, give us music, whatever, mm-hmm. you know? And a lot of times it's artists who are pulling, putting out music out their ass to put on these streaming services where we can listen to, where we pay for them or we don't pay for them. Mm-hmm. But in the end, they're not getting that much from as many times we, so, we stream these, so, this music. So, so what Kanye said is today's artists get just 12% of the money that the industry makes. He said, it's time to free music from this oppressive system. It's time to take control and build our own. And he seemed, I mean, I know that sounds, may sound extreme, but that's the truth. Anybody out here making music right now and making quality music, people streaming it and putting it on playlists and blocka, blocka, blocka. Mm-hmm. You, you might make a, a couple G's by the end of the year, but your music, your time is worth so much more than that. Your time and your music, but your time, the time that it took to go put into it, you know, and exactly. the talent, it's, it's, worth, it's worth so much more of that. And so this is a way I, I mean, I, to put the, the, the funds directly in the artist's hands. I don't think, because nobody was complaining, you know, 20, 15 years, 20, 15, 20 years ago when we all got our iPods and they were exclusive and mm-hmm. nobody was complaining that the price was too much. We were talking about how revolutionary it was how amazing it was that we didn't have to have CDs anymore, you know? 
It's mainly because people pick and choose what they want to put their money towards. So if but, you think about it, this is a this is music that if you put on a stem player, someone's gonna find a way to download this music mm-hmm. and bootleg it. And either sell it or put it on or send it to people. Oh no, it won't and just it won't be long like, before we hear Donda too. Somebody's gonna do right. it, but you gonna have but he you have to get it through there first. They already made like thirty thousand, three hundred thousand, and they're making sixty two thousand of them a day. Um a recent it. yeah. Um I think he's already made like two million dollars off of the STEM players. So it, it starts with Kanye and mm-hmm. now put your favorite artist in that position as well. If your mm-hmm. favorite artist decide like, hey, I'm I'm gonna start releasing music on STEM now. You're you running to STEM and you're gonna go get that get the music. Like you're gonna go yeah. listen because you want to. Mm-hmm. You know, regardless of however however much money that you're spending, you're going to go on there. Eventually, if a whole bunch of artists that are known nowadays for releasing music decide that they want to stream on services like STEM, like that changes the game for everything. Well, I don't so know. You won't have to don't, even need the other streaming services at all. Yeah, exactly. I don't I don't I don't exactly. I And I'm not quite exactly sure how this would work. I don't know if. Does every single artist have to put out their own stem player, or is Kanye making a device where he's trying to rein- reinvent it, where he's making the stem player, and now all the artists can upload just the stems of their music this way for people mm. to access them? That's and that's asking a lot. That's a big ask of artists too. I don't know it if is. all artists are going to be down to just be sharing their stems with people. That's very. That's a very personal thing, but um, it's well, a very, it's a very. They shouldn't be, be so quick to call him crazy. We should see what happens. Time will tell. And I don't, I don't agree, need, Sorry, it, I don't agree with everything he does, but give it. Don't be just knocking down anything he does. Go ahead. In other news, um, so Coachella, which is from April fifteenth to the seventeenth, and from the twenty second to the twenty fourth of this year is going down. I remember it got postponed last year, so I guess tickets were either held or there were refunds. Um, they, The festival committee recently gave an update that said that there'll be no vaccination, testing, or masking requirements at this year's <laughs> Coachella. It's over. Okay. Again, there'll it be is- no vaccination, testing, mm-hmm. or masking requirements at Coachella. So they decided to take it back to 2019 mm-hmm. and before mm-hmm. and say, y'all could just come as y'all are. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. California is tired. New York is tired. And so now the government is saying, all right, you know what? He said, I told y'all to get vaccinated. And if you vaccinated, you vaccinated. And if you're not, you're not. And now all the, everybody else is saying, you know what? Exactly, we're gonna go back to living life like we want to, and that's where we right. are now. Now, this is as of now. Now, let's just say we do, you know, experience another shutdown or anything like that around that time. Then Coachella will be following those guidelines. If mm-hmm. there is a mandatory uh, mask mandate back in place, they will be following those laws. They're not above that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, if 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 the ticket holders don't comply with the certain mandates and the laws that are provided, um, they will lose their money and not get a refund. Mm-hmm. 
I don't blame him. So, yeah. Um, I feel like this is very interesting as well as, I mean, I haven't craved being in a festival setting or a large crowd setting in a very long time. So, I mean, I wasn't trying to go to Coachella or anything that's festival-ish because of the fact that if you're practicing your own space, not everybody else who believes in practicing their own space is going to make sure that they're not right next to you, breathing next to you. For example, like I was in line today, like for self-checkout. I feel like a lot of people don't understand personal space. Um, and since they don't feel like it's a requirement to practice that personal space, they won't do that. Um, which is why you'll catch me not at any festival, especially if you are requiring any type of mask or any type of distancing or anything like that. Um, also, Coachella yeah, no, is if, a pretty packed festival. So if you still think that if you still out here believing that it's any kind of chance that you could get any kind of COVID, that the music festival is not the place for you. You just right. have to be willing to risk it all to go back to the music festival. Right. Right. Um, and although festivals do seem fun and, you know, and exciting and things like that, I don't want to risk being around a whole bunch of people in germs and just the no personal space. Like, if I can't stretch my arms out without touching somebody, <clears throat> then there's not enough space. And it's not mm. worth it. Mm. Yeah, you got to sacrifice your body when you go to a music festival. Your space is not your own. And I'm good. Yeah. On the way, listeners, Kanye said tech companies made music practically free. So if you don't do merch, sneakers, and tours, you don't eat. Jay-Z made title and fake, and fake media attacked him. Well, in the words of my big brother, come and get me. I'm willing to die standing because I'm not living on my knees no more. God, please cover me. I run this company 100% and I don't have to ask permission. What do you think of his thoughts? And what do you think of the release of his stem play? Tweet us at On The Way Weekly and let us know what you think. We're gonna go. And we'll be right back. Girl, I rushed here just to take it slow. Working all night and now I need it. Call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. We're back, and it's time to get into the blackness. Don't touch my head. It's just me against the world. Who taught you to hate your family? The blackness. Keep the keep on. Here we talk about the world, i.e. black political and social issues, as we see them from a point of view. What happened this week, Khalil? So this case is really strange. You remember Loretta Lynch? She was the first. Um, she was the first African American Attorney General under President Obama. Okay. Under President Obama, and you know, of course, she no longer has that position anymore. She's a lawyer. But right now, she's in the case. She's defending the NFL in this. She was named as one of the lawyers who's going to be defending the NFL in this case. I don't know if you've heard about Brian Flores. He uh, he's a black coach for he's a black coach, and he took a he was supposed to be um, taking a job interview with the Miami Dolphins. 
Ah, yes. And he's and he's going to be suing the NFL. And he filed his lawsuit this month in the U.S. District Court of the for the Southern District of New York. And he's accusing the NFL and all the teams of discriminating against black coaches and denying them equal opportunity. Mm-hmm. And basically, what happened was <laughs> it was he was supposed to be going for he was supposed to be going for his job interview, and then he got a text from Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick, who's the coach of the Patriots. Racist. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> congratulating him for getting the job before he even had his interview and he's like uh he's like you are you sure i got the job and then bill's like oh and he realized that he was texting the wrong brian mm. and so he had to apologize and this let brian flores know that he was only going in for his interview to uh, appease and observe something called the Rooney Rule, which was something that was instrumental at one point in the NFL and made the coaches have to open up their hiring um, practices so that they hire, they would have to interview uh, uh, minority coaches as well. Similar to like affirmative action. Similar, yes, yes. And, and it wasn't enough, but that's all that they could come to. And Johnny Cochran was heavily, heavily involved, too, in making it happen. But they didn't put it on Johnny. I think it was like right after OJ, they put it on the person who reached out to Johnny and uh, the other lawyer to help them get it done. His name was, uh, I think, Dan Rooney. And um, he he was really for this rule to try to make sure that's all that they could settle on to make sure that the coaches hired uh would, would interview black coaches and as a part of their process and if they didn't they would be fined and the mm-hmm. first time that they tried to do it uh coaches tried to defy it and they got fined like five hundred thousand dollars and so that set a standard but then he died and then they tried it again and nobody nobody cared nobody was uh enforcing the law or the rule and so it just kind of, and now it's gone back to this place of where, you know, there's just white coaches everywhere. And you have black coaches with more of a, a that they, they have a, more of a winning record, but have the least retention rate. Mm. And that means that, you know, mediocre white coaches over here with jobs for years after continuing to lose and lose. But it's because the billionaires, the millionaires and billionaires who own the teams they're just if they don't have to go out of their way, they're not trying to interview black candidates, which just sucks. Um, that's the it heart is of the sad. NFL. It also it's, sucks if you go into an interview and you know you're not going to get the position. Right. It's like this is just a waste of time. And it's just more odd, in my opinion, that Loretta Lynch is defending the NFL and not Brian Flores. Loretta Lynch was Obama's. Attorney General from 2015 to 2017, and she's defending the NFL. Mm. Just, I mean, not all skin folks. I knew you was gonna say that. <laughs> I knew you was gonna say that. I was going to wait to see how this Just plays out. Just because we're black does I not wait to see mean... how it plays out. I want to get his sister a little bit more credit. Like you know, she helps. Not you. mean we have to stand up for each other just because we're black. That's true. I want to give her a little bit more to benefit of the doubt. What's the reason? But if some, I don't. But it, it, some things you just pick sides, and it seems like you on one side or you on the other. 
She's on the side of the money. This week for my Queen Spotlight, I wanted to shine a beautiful light on Pamela Culpepper. She is the first ever black woman to sit on the board at Prada. This sounds like being the first ever sounds amazing. But at the same time, it's like the first ever in at Prada. Like Loretta Lynch, the first ever black woman in 2015 to do that in the office. Yeah, it's like, how late? Right, right. And Prada is a brand that is known that people wear. Prada, Um, especially in the hip-hop community. Exactly. Um, She was selected for her backgrounds in environmental, social, and governance um, to support the board of directors in decisions regarding the three courses of actions at the basis of the company's strategy, of the company's ESG strategy, people, environment, and culture. Mm. Um, In addition to her new role, she's the co-founder of Have Her Back, a female-owned, female-led culture, culture, that's a lot of words for Elmo. Oh. (laughs) She said, people who know me and know what Prada stands for quickly see what connects us. Status quo is simply not an option. I'm proud to be part of that challenge. Um, So congratulations, Queen. I hope that you aid in setting new um, history records and boundaries within the company. On the way, listeners, what are some other companies where we need to see Black representation? Tweet us at On The Way Weekly and let us know what you think. We're going to go. And we'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. I don't need nobody else. Oh, you got me on the way. Yearning for your loving, baby. I need that every day. Because you know this ain't made for, for nobody but you. You. You don't need nobody else. Is you trying to see me later? Sending pictures from my phone and flooding up your day. It's a wrap. It's time to get out of here, but not before we leave you with some encouragement. Once again, you can find our quotes on our Twitter at On The Way Weekly every Monday for some motivation. This week, our quote says, I have learned over the years that when one's mind is made up, this diminishes fear. Mm. So I got this quote from the late and great, wonderful Rosa Parks. That's true. Um, and this quote means, to me, this this quote means that, like, when you're confident in what you do, nothing can stand in your way. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Because I feel like a lot of times things like fear or things that we doubt do stand exactly in our way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it holds us back unless you can separate that or you can push past it. Um, I feel like once you get your confidence at a certain a certain level, and you get yourself together, mm-hmm. nothing can stop you. Yeah, this just reminds me of boundaries. I had to just boundaries and how you allow people to interact with you um, personally. I just remember I had to. I've, I've had some interactions even this week where you just have to like people, no matter if they're uh, um, older than you, younger than you. 
to the left of you, to the right of you, upside or downside. Sometimes you just have to check people and be like, excuse me? Right. To, to whom are you speaking? Because right. we don't we don't have to do this. I I'm at peace with myself getting up and leaving. I know where my peace is. I will be just fine. Um with me, myself, and I. I know how to be. We don't we don't have to do this. Mm-hmm. And so once you can uh my yeses become clearer yeses and my no's become clearer no's, um it's gonna it's a lot easier, yes, to draw boundary lines and make up your mind and just walk and, and, and be confident in it and let, let everything fall where it may. Amen. Well, if you're looking for me, you can find me on the Instagram and the Twitter at K-A-H-L-I-L-X-D-A-N-I-E-L and on the Facebook at facebook.com slash music. You can also find my music streaming on the title, Apple, Spotify, and anywhere that you stream or download music. And you can find everything else at KhalilDaniel.com, including that Shout Out LA article. Take a read, please. And if you're looking for me, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Sylvie Jones, S-Y-L-V-E-E-J-O-N-E-S. My fitness advice for you this week is to find a new vitamin, find where else you can get the vitamin in food and incorporate that vitamin into your lifestyle. And for everything you heard this week, you can find us on our Facebook at facebook.com slash onthewaypod. You can find our clips on our YouTube channel, and you can find everything else on our website at instinctent.com slash onthewaypod. And if you like what you hear, please make sure to like and subscribe to us on the Apple Podcast app. Leave a comment, rate, review, and let us know everything you feel about the show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Yeah, yeah. We stress, we grind. One time, three times, two time, me time, we time, we roll, three time, rewind, late night, be mine. Yeah, and you know that's for sure. I clear the schedule so you know that's a go.